as the Muslims had taken the people of Mustaliq as captives, 700 men, 2,000 camels, 5,000 sheep, amongst them were women folk, were children, all this were taken into captivity. What happened then was, as the captives were distributed, one woman amongst them, none other than someone by the name of Barra. Barra means righteous and piety, or the very pious one. She had fallen to the lot of a great Sahabi by the name of Thabit ibn Qais ibn Shammas. The Sahabi was known as the Khatib of Rasulullah When delegations would come to Medina Manawara, Allah's Nabi would appoint him to lecture them in regards to Allah and his Rasul and Deen. He was the one Sahabi whose bequeath and will was accepted even after he had passed away. Meaning he gave his will it was in the time of Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu, after he had passed away and Hazrat Abu Bakr anhu instructed that it should be carried out. This was a speciality of the Sahabi. Anhu. So as she asked for mukataba, mukataba is something very interesting. In Islam, when someone falls to captivity and he or she asks the person to whose lot they had fallen for mukataba, Quran instructs the individual, accept the mukataba, the offer of this person. Subhanallah. From here we learn that slavery as known by the West is not bondage in Islam. When someone fell to captivity in Islam, it's totally different to what was the system or what was the system of the West and Europe as Muslims. Muslims were thought to be kind to captives. Muslims were respectful to their captives, were good to them. Quran actually instructs the individual to whose hand the, the captive falls. That if this individual is going to be a good citizen, if this individual has goodness and is not going to be harmful to the society, and he or she asks for mukataba. Mukataba is asking the owner to, to set a, fig, a, a figure or a fee that this slave has the opportunity and the time to go and work and arrange this amount and as they pay this amount the slave or captive acquires their freedom a slave should not be oppressed should not be degraded discarded belittled allah's nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam described slaves as ikhwanukum they are your brothers Allah has placed them under your supervision and authority. He whose brother is under his authority, feed him from what you eat, clothe him from what you wear, and don't burden him with what he does not have the ability to fulfill. And if you give him a difficult task and burden, assist them in the fulfillment of the task. So this can never be compared to slavery and bondage in the Western society. This is something totally different, totally different. She asked for this deal of mukataba, and he set a price at nine uqiyah, which was a large sum. And now, she being the daughter of the leader of the community, obviously he had escaped at that time. She was planning on how to actually sort herself, solve this issue. She didn't want to remain as a slave. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made it such. Allahu Akbar, Hazrat Aisha radiallahu says, When I saw her, كانت حُلْوَةً مَلَّاحَةً She was such a sweet person. مَلَّاحَةً She was really attractive and beautiful. 
Interesting is the word in Arabic, malaha, like maliha. And the original word of this is milh, like salt. In Arabic, and in, in, that, in the society that we are learning about, milh is salt and something special and exotic, something rare, like the taste it brings, the spices that brings a special taste to the food. So what it means is not something salty that we can understand in our language or societies. What it means is something exotic and special and rare. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu anha expresses that she stood out. She was really attractive. 